Hey, hey, y'all. You are listening to Definitely Not For Everyone with your girl, Nicolette, and my co-host, Diana. We are here today with Miss Brittany Taylor, creator, entrepreneur, TikToker, and just fucking overall badass bitch. Um, (laughs) So please say hello to the audience, y'all. Hello. Um, All right. So usually how I like to begin our conversations is by asking you to define yourself today today or if you would prefer like how you're feeling today because you know every day is different right every day Uh, is different yeah I would say right now I this feels like a really nice indulgent oasis from kind of the cram session of work that I've been in and I'm like ooh, I get to talk about me yeah (laughs) some like deadlines I've been setting for myself so at this very moment I'm like I feel very uh happy to be here Oh, nice. So Thank you for nice. saying that. <laughs> I get to talk about me. That's my... <laughs> Where do I sign? I am, girl. <laughs> I love um, that. Go ahead, mama. All right. How am I... You know what? I like the how am I feeling part of this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow Brittany on this one. I'm feeling grateful and thankful and really excited because I've been looking forward to talking to you. Yay! Um, and I'm so happy that you said yes. I feel like said yes to the dress, but said yes to the podcast. Um, and so, yeah, that's me today. I think the moment that I checked out some of your earlier podcasts, I think I heard you say about two syllables and I was like, I love this person's energy. Yes. You guys could have been talking about like skinning cats and like whatever, <laughs> like definitely not for everyone, but I would have been like, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, I, appreciate it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Miss Die, I feel hungry as always. I think I say that every podcast. I'm either hungry or cold. And I'm excited, man. I am so psyched to talk with you. I really, really enjoy what I've seen in your work and enjoyed hearing about you. And I look forward. What I love about this show, I was just saying to Nikki before it started, was I love we get to see the behind the persona. We get to see the real person. And we get to talk to you guys and get, and I'm always floored, always floored. So I'm so happy to get to hear your story and to see hear more about you yeah your experience man totally and then also because like your tiktoks you don't really go too much into like your home life and your Mm -mm. family and like Mm -mm. stuff like that you know and I fell in love with you with just who you were in the work setting you know what I mean um and then to kind of look more into you the google um it (laughs) it intrigued me even more to get to know who you are as a person so yeah, so I'm really excited. We're psyched, man. We yes. we ready. Yes. <laughs> wow. Let's All right. So what yeah, a hot we... note to start on. Um, so how I usually start off all of my question questions are to kind of get to like the foundation and the base and the origin of who you are. So it's like, who are you? Who is your people? You know what I mean? Like, what was your childhood like? You know, were you, where did you grow up? Did you have siblings? What was your mama like? Was she mean? Was she nice? Was she, you know, like (laughs) all of those things. Yes, absolutely. So 
I grew up outside of Fort Worth, Texas, kind of country Texas, but now it's kind mm-hmm. of become a little bit more built up Texas, right? I actually grew up in a log cabin house, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. True story. That is so cool. My dad was a pastor and my mom was a children's minister and that log cabin house was actually on church property. So I grew up on church property as a preacher's kid which is a whole saga in and of itself. I can only imagine, girl. That's like a whole nother episode. Yes, it (laughs) truly is. (laughs) Believe you me. Um, My parents are wonderful, wonderful people. They're very, very loving. They're very, very giving. They're the most um, generous, um, kind people. I, I talk about my mom and she's like, kind of like a suburban Mother Teresa who dresses a little like a cougar. She's super hot. I think she is. I, I really do. Um, and I'd come home from school and I'd be like, mom, like, where's the furniture? And she'd be like, mm, I just met this like prostitute under a bridge. And I just, you know, she, like, I put her in an apartment and that's where I stuff went. And I'd be like, okay, that's cool. But like, what am I going to sit on? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, just like that was, that was my life is they're very, very, very generous, very giving, giving people. So nice. yeah. what was like the thing or the thing that you were taught that you kind of remember the most you know Uh, that you kind of live by maybe or that you find the most funniest thing um I think one of my mom's things uh growing up was like make a memory that's one of the like her go-to taglines of like just like make a memory so like and we'd always use that against her like one time (laughs) we were leaving six flags and we saw like a chicken in the middle of the road and we were just like we have to go get this chicken my mom's like no I'm not gonna get this chicken we were like, make a memory, right? And we bribe <laughs> her with that. And that's how like we would get like to do like the craziest stuff growing up. So we ended up like grabbing this chicken and then taking it into a hotel and leaving it in an elevator and stuff like that. <laughs> ah, so yeah. Um, so that was one of the definitely one of the tenants uh growing up. And then yeah, and then just always um was taught that like you know we were created for like a divine purpose to do good in the world you know what i mean mm-hmm. which is something mm-hmm. i really appreciate i mean i'll be the first to say that i'm very annoyed with like modern evangelical christianity and especially mm-hmm. how it dangerously mm-hmm. overlaps with like american politics which is another mm-hmm. episode in and of itself that's right yes girl that's right. it sure um, is so <laughs> there is a big frustration that i have um growing up mm-hmm. in such a loving giving um environment and then also kind of you know I kind of sit kind of um on that that line of tension right because it's like you're kind of or people see you under that same umbrella right Mm -hmm. you know being that your father was a pastor and you're like they see you under that same umbrella but I don't want anywhere near the umbrella at the moment (laughs) so (laughs) but I appreciate my time with the umbrella right that's right that's right has sheltered me from a lot of rain and right. Right. like rain is preferable right okay all i hear right. you girl yes all right um so, was your was your um it sounds like you had a great a great childhood and a lot of imagination i mean the chicken story is perfect mm-hmm. and so is that where the theater background came the creativity from your mom yeah. and the style and the home and the openness to to be creative Yeah, definitely. And I think my parents always like kind of championed my creativity with limitations. Like I was a preacher's kid. So they definitely were scared of me and my mouth. 
all the time you know what I mean but they've always been like very supportive of me like doing things creatively so so that's kind of where I got started um and then actually went to uh college for theater I don't know if you also in your research of me um knew about me on the tv show encore i was on that disney plus show as well yeah that was kind of a that if you get a chance to watch that show encore disney plus episode two <laughs> i love it oh it's so yes, fun girl. i love doing reality television i will do reality television all day long it is so oh. fun because you get a you get permission to be like a heightened version of your true self you know um, nice. And you get to say out loud things that you would think in your head, you know? Right. That's right. And so that's right. I really. <laughs> Ooh, that's kind of cool. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Next career for me. Yes. Because <laughs> you know? it's like if you're you're feeling emotional, go ahead and cry. The camera loves it. Whereas in your day to day life, it's like shut that down. Don't have those feelings. Don't you know? Like stay in control and stay in moderation and stuff. So, um, yeah, you get to kind of like live your full heightened reality with yes. television but like that i'm sorry i'm going cool. off topic right now but like oh please that figures into the whole like psychology of why people like watching reality tv right because it is yeah. exactly what you said about like us having to shut down our emotions you know to be pleasant in society and shit and that's why we want to watch it because we want to feel you know like there's a connection in terms exactly. of what we're not able to express that someone else is expressing for us yep and the yeah. thing is, is you can get away with it because like in television, they're, they're editing and they're, you know, cutting away. But if you're like having a full mental breakdown in your day-to-day life, it's like, who is this person? <laughs> you know, or any kind of big feeling, you know? So it's like, I'm great for reality television, but you don't want to be in a room with me for too long, you know? <laughs> you don't know how to, you know, respond. But yeah, for television, it was great. But um, got to go down memory lane as far as theater there went to um, undergrad for theater, musical theater, um, got my MFA, got a master's in playwriting. Wow. And yeah, so um, I really love theater. I really love performing. I'm a good performer. But at the end of the day, I was like, I just don't want to be in a position where I'm constantly auditioning. I'm constantly mm. asking the gatekeepers to give me an opportunity. I definitely am a person who wants a little bit more like control of my reality. Um, so that's kind of like what has me in the position I'm in now where I'm trying to create my own business so I can continuously, you know, kind of be in charge of my creativity. But of course, entrepreneurship has its own set of challenges. And that's sure does. Yes, it does. Too. It's just, you know, it's a totally different thing. It so is. After college, like what was, the, you know, what was the job? What were the, yeah. all of the, yes. Tell me all of the, all of the things. So all I got a the- master's in playwriting. And was fortunate enough to have enough success in theater that I was like, hey, um, this doesn't pay anything, you know? And for Mm -hmm. like playwriting, you have two options. You have to like go write for television or you can become a teacher. And I was like, I'm gonna go try to write for television. Moved out to LA, uh, lived, um, you know, uh, well, I worked at one of the big like Hollywood studios as a page, you know, like those like bottom theater, you know. Get my coffee. Yes, mm -hmm, one of those. And I loved it. I was like the stray mutt of this movie lot. <laughs> I even, I like schmoozed everybody. There was someone who actually gave me the keys to their golf cart. So I'd get up on the lot in the mornings and I'd drive around and I'd talk to everybody nice. from the productions and I ate crafty and I, you know, like, yes, like, that was right. my whole world and I loved it. Um, and, but, cause I didn't get paid any money. I actually, I was living out of my car at the time. 
Whoa. Mm-hmm. Which I is a big reveal. So if my mom's listening to this, I'm sorry. She doesn't know that. <laughs> um, but it actually comes to play later in, in kind of my story. And I don't, that's like, people brag about that. People brag, they're like, yeah. I, I lived in my car. And yes, that's yeah. yeah. true. I don't brag about it because it's like, I would suggest that for no one. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad for me. But because in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm sacrificing so much for my dreams. I'm so hardcore. And there's kind of this like crazy manic energy that comes mm-hmm. with that when you're kind of mm-hmm. depriving yourself in basic necessity ways, you know? That's right. Showers. That's right. So it was a season that happened. And um, interestingly <laughs> enough, so there, the the studio lot that I worked for, it actually is connected to like one of the like uh, historic uh, Hollywood cemeteries. And that's where I would park for work. And that's actually where I, that's where I stayed. I stayed in a cemetery because like there were like security there. And eventually they came up to me and they were like, hey, and they were like, kind of like turned the other way. Like, we don't know you're here. But after a while they were like, hey, so just so you know, um, there's just been this guy who's coming in at night and like coming around the cemetery. And like, you probably just like, don't want to be here anymore. And I was like, sounds good. You know, I probably shouldn't (laughs) sleep in a cemetery anymore. And so um, try to find a new place to stay. And my car was broken into while I was in it. And I ended up- Oh my coming, goodness. Hmm? So this is, this is why I tell this story and this guy's gonna come into play later. But I ended up calling my friend who I had met in a musical theater writing class. He used to be a director for another studio. And um, according to him, he was kind of having like, you know, stick it to the man. I'm gonna like do my own thing, right? And he was living on his boat. Um, cause he, he had done very well. He'd been very successful, but he was, he was laid off. Um, he didn't le- say it like that, but yeah, he had been laid off. So he's like one of the only person who knew that I was in my car. And so I call him at two o'clock in the morning and he helps me out. Fast forward. I've, I have a place to live. Um, I have a job on, I have like a, I got a job on that, uh, movie studio lot on one of the productions ended up mm-hmm. getting fired for my benefit. It was like a kind of a wild Hollywood's very like abusive Ooh. you know what I mean yes um, so I ended up getting fired I think because I was like putting in my time card correctly but who knows and uh, <laughs> I that guy I'm just calling everyone I'm like I need a job I need a job I call up that guy who had like helped me um get out of like my car situation in the middle of the night right and um he's like hey I'm starting my own business like you should come on and I was like super cool this is great it's all going to come together in a second so he he's actually brilliant he's actually brilliant he's actually very talented he's good at many many things and one of the things he's the best at is taking people's money and spending it and so he basically had started this company and he wanted um to be kind of like the new nickelodeon kind of thing and he sold a lot of people on the pipe dream and stuff and at first it was great, you know what I mean? Because he had a lot of money coming in. And even though he didn't pay his employees like anything, he like <laughs> flew us out to Dubai and flew us to, you know, France for these events. And it was all for like show and like public display. And if his business was a human body, he was hemorrhaging funds. Like the, like the arteries were like splayed and (laughs) you know he just was like spending money like crazy wow and so while I was there is actually when because he he wanted to create a bunch of children's content really quickly I was like well why don't we take animation and we just like rework it you know because like we could just like 
do that. It was kind of like my idea. He had had some experience with doing something similar and he's like, cool, go figure it out. So this, this whole time I had like the funding to like do animation dubbing and I had never done animation. All my background is writing and theater. And I like fell in love with it. I was like, I love this so much. This is so amazing. And that's when the ship started to sink. And I was like, oh no, I got to get out of here. Um, but like I d the, didn't realize like the contracts that I had made with these companies, I was like doing their shows for them. I was trying to leave and I realized, cause I mean, I'm not a lawyer or anything like that, but I realized that potentially the scripts were going to be locked, like the contracts were going to be locked in. And he, like mm -hmm. my, my boss at the time could like own their rights to that content in oh. perpetuity, like it forever. Oh, and I was like, no. this isn't great because he has really no intention of like finishing this and I'm the only one who's like knows how to do this and I got to get out of here yeah so I had to find a way to without like raising any suspicions rework the contract that had already been signed wow. and so I remember I was so nervous because I you know came to the companies and I was like hey I noticed something like let's do this for your benefit let's go ahead and fix this you know, and they were like, oh, okay. Because usually after contract signed, you don't really get back into it. You know what yeah. I mean? Especially yeah. like, exactly. especially not exactly. for someone else's benefit and stuff. And exactly. I didn't want them to be suspicious and stuff. And so they agreed to it. And I remember like going to my boss and being like, hey, I sent you an email um, to sign the contracts. And I, I, I wrote out all the points for him. And I, I literally told him, I go, make sure you read it. So you, you know, you know what the, the changes are, you know. And he signed it, you know, he signed off on these things. Wow. Um, because I wanted to have a good relationship with these companies before I left. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And I didn't think that, you know, they would want to work with me or anything, but I just didn't, I was like, I found something that I really love to do and I don't want to like have a bad reputation. These people. Yeah. Trust me yeah. Your name is on it. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it all, it, I did it for each company that I was working with, except for one. And I wasn't able, and I had to jump ship. I had to get out. It was like going south real fast with this startup. And um, so the guy that I was, um, the one contract that I didn't fix, it was a company out of Brazil and they happened to be at a market in Vegas. So I hop in my car and I drive like five hours to Vegas to meet him. <laughs> I'm so nervous. I've never met this person in person. And I sit down and I'm like, okay, so here's what's going on. I, you trusted me and you gave me this contract and then you signed it and I tried to fix it, but I couldn't fix it in time. And now I'm leaving and I really apologize. And then I, and I like tell him and I'm trying to be gone through it, right? Like I've been in a crazy situation and he finally is like, he's like, remember I speak Portuguese. <gasps> oh shit. <laughs> He like didn't understand a thing that I was of it. After all of that. I was like so like you know, I was so nervous, right? I'm like nervous now, I'm even thinking about it. I'm just reliving <laughs> and stuff. And um he was like, I think you're a good person and I appreciate like he was like he just didn't understand. He was like, Why would you you know, that's on the company you worked for. Why would you get in the car and exactly. drive four hours? And I was like, five hours. Because you're a good person. And that's the first, his show was like the first show that I dubbed. For oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. That he, is so cool. So then, so then I know that the pandemic hit mm -hmm. and some shit went down. 
Yes. Can you talk a little bit about that? I know you 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 talked a little bit about it on TikTok, but yes, yes. So, um, ended up starting my own company coming out of that like startup situation, which you know financially like I'm in LA, um, you know, and coming out of that job that I had where I wasn't paid very much, and then I'm starting a business. It was kind of crazy, right? And so actually, that's when I got a job at TMZ, like that's my day job, and that was kind of a wild time too because. Um, here comes along a guy who's like wanting to like invest in my company, right? And um, he was like friends with all these heirs and he would take me on all these like fancy dinners to like meet these potential investors and stuff like that. And I was like, that's going from like living in my car to then like that's how right. the other half lives. And then plus I'm on TMZ. So all of these like reality stars and all these people are like wanting to hang out with me and get on the show and stuff and I'm trying to build this business and it was it was really wild time because I'd be like going like Nobu getting sushi and there'd be Kylie Jenner you know what I mean over there and all that stuff and um that investment thing like didn't work out right and um I actually Mm. left it actually kind of worked out in my benefit I actually left out LA because that person who was like I'm gonna get you um an investment um, ended up kind of being a little cray, you know, because mm. like people who want money are. And I actually left LA because um, I felt like that would be the safest, the safest mm. thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wow. a fun story too. Uh, so <laughs> oh, it wow. worked out really well though, because I went ahead and moved home to Texas. I got, you know, like a day job and I'm working on my company and kind of bouncing back from that kind of situation where that um, guy who wanted to get me an investor kind of was like, led me to make some maybe not good choices. So I got back to Texas where I'm from. I got to be with family. I'm, you know, getting back financially, kind of like figuring things out. And that's, and then I'm getting like, things are happening with my business. I have a lot more stability. I met with my family, you know, and that's when the pandemic hits, right? So, (laughs) yeah. So I finally was getting to that place where I was like, man, I'm, I'm really starting to get deals. I'm really, you know, and I'm not, I loved working at TMZ actually. I don't think it's as on brand for me, but like, that was really, really fun, but it was, Mm -hmm. it was nice to not feel like I needed to work a full, 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 full-time job you know yeah and so things were starting to really work out really well and that's when the pandemic hit and I'm Mm. so grateful that I was already back in Texas like oh my gosh you know what I mean yes so grateful so that yes really worked out to my benefit and uh, yeah throughout the like pandemic I hadn't gotten any new shows and I've been resting and kind of you know figuring out my life and um and then even (laughs) I actually went back to LA for a hot second right before, right before this all went down on TikTok. I got a job working as a celebrity assistant. And I remember mm-hmm. like before, cause I, cause I wasn't getting work with my business anymore. And right. I, I remember just like crying and being like, mm-hmm. I think this is a good opportunity working for this like celebrity, but like, I feel like I'm giving up on my dream, you know, cause I just mm-hmm. haven't gotten the work. And then that job didn't work out in LA. So I'm back in Texas again. And I use that kind of like manic breakup girl energy. <laughs> All right. And so I finally get a show, like right when I get back to Texas again, um, I finally get a show to work on and I've been wanting to do it on TikTok forever. And so, oh, for people who are like not, people have listened this long. I mean, essentially, right. what I do is I dub animation in English. I take, um, I take cartoons from all over the world 
and I rewrite them and I dub them. I direct the English version. Of Thank it. you for that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Everybody knows who Brittany Taylor is. I mean, it's come fine. on. Yeah, like, I don't have to say nothing to nobody. They know who this. <laughs> yes. So that's what I was working on. You know, yes. So I've been working on, this has been a long time coming. So I've been wanting to do it on TikTok forever. I mean, when the pandemic hit, that's when I got on TikTok and I was like, oh my gosh, like I would love to put up the animation and let people do edit, you know? And I just was like, I, I, this is just the coolest thing. And especially with like Ratatouille the musical and people creating musicals on TikTok okay. and it being okay. collaborative and stuff. Mm -hmm. There's definitely downsides to putting it on TikTok. It makes me way more vulnerable in many ways and um, wow. definitely had a lot of people. Mention, I don't know if yeah. you saw that, like a lot yeah. of people accusing me of being like a scam and Ugh. you could go to their page and my face was just all over it. It was yeah. like scam across my forehead and stuff yeah. like that. So that was wild. That was pretty fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, so I've been like, I'm cool, done with this yet, shit. I'm telling you, it's you seem you seem at one point you seem surprised. First, you seem surprised after your first video to the second video when you said you got home from work and then you saw the response to the auditions, and then you seem it's cool. Everything is exciting. It's cool, but you also seemed overwhelmed, mm -hmm. and it was a lot. I I can only imagine. Totally. What, that can you share with us how yeah. so essentially, a little bit about that? I finally get a new show to work on. So excited, Robo Zeta, great show from Malaysia. You know, I've been working on trying to get it for a while. Finally came through um, with Red Circle Media. They're fantastic. And so basically, I posted this video. I'm sharing way too much, but it was basically the first day of my new job. We love that. Just, <laughs> I just got a brand new job. And I'd been working on these videos for a little while to kind of have some in the can. And I really like knew that I should have built up more videos in the bank, you know, cause I had just accepted this like, like 50 hour a week corporate job, you know, wow, cause I was yeah. like, I gotta, you know what I mean? It's a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and I, right before I went to work, I was like, you know what? I'm going to send out like the first video. You know, I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna put it out there. We'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. And I mean, I, on my lunch break, I mean, I, the first like hour I was like, Ooh, I got a hundred followers. Like it was nothing yeah. for a while. Then on my lunch break, I'm checking it and I'm growing by like 600 followers, like an hour, if not more. I mean, within the first mm. 24 hours, um, I had half a million views I think at that point and I think wow. I have like 40,000 followers which I've never mm -hmm. had a following I've never had an online following which is very very interesting right. and then immediately too people you know accusing me of being a scam and asking all That's these right. questions and this huge demand and all of these questions are going on and stuff and and meantime I'm training at my new job you know right. like I'm wow. going training and I have that going on right and this yeah. is my baby like I love this business I love it so much it's like everything it's like what I want to do with my life like I just mm -hmm. I love it so much and so it wasn't stressful like going into work and be like I'm yeah. blowing up on the internet and people are calling me a scam <laughs> I know because I, I had a feeling that was going on because you seem happy but right. overwhelmed and sad and I was like what is going on why this is awesome but you seem so awesome. sad so I was like, oh my God, are they harassing her? I was like, I couldn't think, what? You know, I was like, let me make some calls because I couldn't believe 
it should have been, it, it just, you can tell, you can yeah. tell and you kept wanting to answer questions. And you was like, I want to go live with you guys. And I can answer all your questions. And I can, I was like, they are harassing this woman. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I had like some people like sliding into my DMS and they're like, you know, answer oh. this or I won't take down my video. Like I had a lot of like, and what things too is like, I love, there's so many people who like I followed on TikTok or mm-hmm. voiceover artists that I love and I aspire to and like mm-hmm. see them be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but here's the thing. Like one, I, that first night when I went super viral, I slept maybe one hour. Like I was laying down and my head is tired, but my body was like shaking so much. I felt like I was like shimmying off the bed. I was like, <laughs> because it was yeah. blowing up and there was like so much happening and stuff. And dude, my friends were so mad for me at the people who were like coming after me. And here's yes. the you know, I, I did make a video and I ended up taking it down because it's just like, meh, I don't need it anymore. But I did make a video just was like, hey, 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 like, whoa, whoa, I, I, I see your questions. I've only posted one video. Like, you just that's right. the fuck out. Yes. Yeah, just like, that's right. You accuse me of anything. Like, please just give me a second to just answer that's your right. questions. And it was that's things right. like this. You know, like I, she doesn't have a website. I'd be like, here's my website. Like she didn't do this. And I'm like, okay, here this is like, she hasn't done any shows before. Okay. Here's the shows that I've done before. Oh, and it's just like, in some ways it earned me credibility because it was just like, they're looking for things. And, but then the, like the things became like more outrageous where it was just like, you know, she's like stealing these shows from Malaysia and it's like, um, you know, and I'm like, okay, I have rights to the show. Here's the rights. And it, it earned me some credibility because like, I just, I did, all I had to do is just really answer the question, mm-hmm. you right. know? Yeah. And, um, and it's so funny because my friends just like wanted to fight her so bad. Like they just. Yes. Yeah. Well, That's the I'm downside not- to TikTok though, because people try to get their glow on and try to blow up or for you, you know, they sure. saw how successful you were so quickly. So the fastest way they can get views mm. is to bother you. Sure. And then their, then your videos are linked. And it's, it's, it's I'm sorry, it's, it's ridiculous. It's fucked well, up. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is like, I actually kind of, the more I think about it, the more like I really understand. Cause one foreign dubbing for animation is like the scammiest part of voiceover. Like a lot of times, like foreign dub companies, they'll ask uh, people to audition and they'll just rip off their auditions and use their audio without permission. Wow. And voiceover people mm -hmm, have probably experienced that being a scam. Um, Because the, like, basically the, the problem with like foreign dubbing is that these companies, you know, will spend hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars creating their IP, their intellectual property, right? They've taken on investors and stuff like that. And they want to make their money back as soon as possible, but they have no budget left over for an English dub, especially at American rates, you know, Mm -hmm. entertainment rates, right? And so the rights to dub are competitively extremely low and and so that's why there's a lot of there's a lot of scams there's a lot of scams in the industry so she's probably experienced that and then again you know one of the things about voiceover it's so difficult to get into it's extremely difficult to get into but once you're in you're in and you don't have to look a certain way so you can come and do a show you could do seven parts you know what I mean and like that's kind of the idea so the fact that I kind of just opened it up and just made it available I can see for someone who's like very experienced at voiceover, how frustrating that is because it's like, I've dedicated my life. I've dedicated my time. I've been scammed. And here's this person who's just going to open it up and make it available to literally everyone. And if her whole- But they didn't have to come at you like that though. 
sure no yeah. and the thing is is like <laughs> i just decided my friends wanted to fight her and i was like this is a game that no one wins like if you report her she reports me you know what i mean and i just decided like she doesn't like me and I, and she has the wrong impression of me. So I'm going to have the wrong impression of her. I just decided that I just loved her to death. I was so grateful okay. for her. I imagined her seeing her on the street and giving her a big hug and being like, thank you for like, you know, pointing out the plot holes and helping me build credibility. Thank you. And I just imagined her being proud of me one day and being successful. And I was like, her impression of me is wrong. My impression of her will be wrong. And I'll That's just right. like really, 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 really appreciate this person. And I think, and also it's, it is a little funny because I think if she knew how much I just like in my heart adored her, <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't appreciate it. But um, I, <laughs> but she really did though. She kept me sharp. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, okay. she did point out the things that, you know, I was going to get to. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know I was going to ask you too how hard well you answered it how hard is it to get into that field and what suggestions would you have for ladies like you who are interested in that field yeah, you know so voiceover yeah voiceover is extremely 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 difficult to get into I mean definitely take classes and get experience and have a good mm -hmm. demo reel and I, I truly think this is one of the reasons why my um my TikTok has blown up the way it has is because like so many people have always wanted to do voiceover yeah. and so many people think they can because everyone has a voice right 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 <laughs> and I mean I mean like that first like week I mean I I had people found me on every platform my personal platform my business platforms my emails they found me everywhere but my Venmo sending me <laughs> Oh, like here's my scooby-doo impression here's my, <laughs> here's, my Godstone. here's my you know what i mean and just yeah. like i mean i had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages <laughs> in a way that i just didn't expect you know yeah. Um, yeah. and it's really cool and i I'm, I'm very happy that um you know i'm very very happy that people have the opportunity to kind of like through duetting like the videos they get the opportunity to see their voice animate a yeah. character, even yeah. if they're not cast. Like, how cool is that? It you is. Know, it cool is. It is. I love that. <laughs> um, Di, you had mentioned that you saw one of her, one of Britney's posts a couple of days ago. Yes, and I wanted that you were taking a break. And I was like, what did they do to our Britney? What did they do? She has now had to take a break. But then you explained it. There was a two-part and you explained it. That was only a few days ago that um, yeah. you, you yeah. need to, you know, the additions are done and now you need to put everything together and you, you yeah. have a life and a, a job. And you <laughs> you yes, gotta yes, yes. give me a minute, people. I can't keep up with the algorithms of forcing me to do video after video. So please give me a break. How did they respond to that? Um, everyone was pretty cool about it. I mean, I've definitely lost some followers since I was like, okay, bye. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> I, I'm an empath too. And like callbacks, like announcing that callbacks were closed were like really, like really hard for me. Cause like, just like yeah. so many people were like really invested in this, you know, and yeah. stuff. So yeah. I, that was kind of, that's a little bit of the reason I think I've helped handle yeah. it kind of okay. But for the most part, like, I really, you know, TikTok is like a full-time job, you know? Yes. TikTok is a full-time job. And I want to be in the position where I'm bringing, like, the most quality things to the table. And I don't want to just be, like, creating BS stuff just to kind of keep putting stuff out there. And I, you know, I 
did not know what a massive undertaking it would be to like host these auditions like massive like the amount of questions the you know just like creating the content to put out there like all of these things and there was like yeah. Ellie Gate that I referred to where one yes. of the audition videos was taken down and like 2,000 yeah. people had yes. auditioned and all their videos had been taken down yes. and all these messages and people are like literally distraught like very mm. upset that their audition was removed you know and you know quality control on that you know and mm-hmm. honestly that's probably like the the worst of it that happened and mm-hmm. otherwise it was like a really great experience nice. but now you know I'm you know I'm an entrepreneur who's doing a little bit of everything so I I'm still I just finished like today finishing um translating the show from Malay you know and going in and um, coding it all, time coding it and preparing it for callbacks, you know? And so basically callbacks start tomorrow. Yay! Yay! Um, <laughs> callbacks start tomorrow. And it's gonna be another like grueling thing because I love everyone I call back. And I had to say no to people I love too. And that's that's Aww. one thing that's so hard too because I'm watching these auditions and I'm seeing people's faces. Yes. And I'm not just like saying no to their voice, but I'm saying no to that person. And yeah. I cannot tell you, and I, and I don't want to mm. say that it's almost like backhanded a little bit, but it's just like the amount of people that I just like fully fell in love with there for their audition and would love to work with them and like, didn't call them back. Like, Oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, cause yeah, I've auditions, but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I have a lot of stuff to do just like to prepare for the actual development of the show okay. and just decided, you know what, I'm going to pull away, but I have so many fun things, but I feel like my business has turned into three things now. My business overnight <laughs> has turned into yeah. three things. One, getting new shows, like acquiring shows and like the actual development of the show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, TikTok. TikTok is like a full-time job. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, right? And then three, you know, because there's so many people who have like been like, I, I, this is a dream that I've always had and I didn't know how to get into it, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they're like begging to take classes. They're begging to get training. They're begging to get tips. You know, I'm working with a girl who voiced a show for me and she's like top voiceover for a year. So we're already like building out curriculums that we could, you know. Stop it. Is that the exciting things you were talking about? You was like, I have so many exciting things planned. Oh, that is awesome. We're building out these courses for people. So. Um, that they can come and they can audition and they can feel really confident about, you know, what they're bringing to the table and they get practical training and then they'll get practical like experience, just like, you know, dubbing it on TikTok. And hopefully, you know, what I'm hoping is that people get inspired by this and they go find other opportunities and they, you know, build their confidence and stuff. And that's been like the thing that's been like so great because like out of everyone who is like tons of talented worthy people who auditioned I will not get to work with all of them you know what I mean I I I just I just won't but the the number of people who have been like you have no idea this is like inspired me so much creatively during the pandemic this has been like one of the best things like I you know I'm a mom and I've kind of given up on my creative dreams and this kind of inspired me to like tap back Mm -hmm. into it this made me feel you know like you know, like I'm good at something again and I'm really proud of what I created and stuff. It's It's been deeply, deeply gratifying and I can't wait to see like all the great things that people mm. do who are inspired just just by creating a duet on TikTok. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we enjoy watching him. So that yeah. is so cool. That's what I will say too. So I have it. I actually, right before we got on the call, man I hope your audience isn't confused I didn't even tell them what I was doing until way late but yes <laughs> people can do animation and 
get to see themselves do voiceover. My goodness. Um, put a disclaimer at the top. Be like, this girl doesn't say who she is. <laughs> no, I, we, Di and I were not the good interviewers because the first thing we should have said was she does. But my yeah. assumption is always like, oh my God, of course everybody knows who you are and what you do. Yes, you know exactly. I mean? so exactly. My bad, my bad on that. No, no, that was and me. Yeah. I was just like, so I was in the womb for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, why are you here? Why are you talking? No, not at all. Nikki, no. you said it in the you said it in the introduction, and we gave her time to walk us through the career path. There yes. was a lot. You're yes, and I, I, yes, this podcast has definitely made me go. What has brought me here? And I definitely feel like I'm in the middle of the wilderness. Like I just got my first show out of being in a pandemic, and I'm really, really, really excited. And I have so much work to do, and I'm very overwhelmed by it, which is why I did pull away from TikTok. And what I want to do is what I should have done and I didn't know it'd blow up is like I'm already like creating videos that I'm just like putting away putting away putting away putting away nice. so that I can come back and be like guess who's back, back. Yeah. <laughs> all the things so I can stay on top of information and be mm-hmm. prepared because I mean from day one I just was like running to catch up just yeah. running to keep up and so I am going to pull away and I, and I'm going to come back and, and be strong and like, be like, these are the classes we're offering and this is what we're doing here. And here's yeah. behind the scenes of the show that we recorded and, you know, and just have everything so clean and so prepared and then just like additional content around it. But and then um, less stressful for you. Oh yeah. I was thinking that I was Period. thinking, I was like, like me and Nikki, done. we are huge advocates of women taking care of themselves mentally, spiritually taking physically, taking care of yourself. What do you do to unwind, to escape, to take care of you in all this chaos? It has to be draining. It has to be overwhelming, exciting. You're going through every emotion. What do you do for you? Yeah. To, to... You know what? I have been pleasantly surprised by myself. I did get nervous because I was like, man, I'm on such a high right now, like such a literal adrenaline rush. I'm really afraid of crashing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, you know, because it's just exciting. It's just Mm -hmm. great. You know what I mean? But like great things like, you know, I was afraid of crashing really, really hard. And so um, was very aware of that. But another thing too is like just the pressure of almost 100,000 people needing Mm -hmm. you or looking at you or judging you overnight. And I think that's been one of my biggest battles. Like one of my big ones right now is, okay, how much am I gonna double cast the show when I cast it? Because if I double cast it, that saves me time and money. It helps Mm me stay with one actor longer. They're gonna be playing multiple roles and I get to build more of a rapport with them and it's gonna be Mm -hmm. like a better quality product. But if I double cast the show too much, then it's like, I know that there's going to be people who are like, how dare you ask all these people to audition, but then you double cast the show and you're not actually giving people opportunities, you know? And I have like these voices in my head of like the 2% of the haters that are going to come and be a hater. And that's one thing. I think that's one thing big mentally, just being like, another reason why I had to pull away from TikTok is because I was like, Mm. I need to make sure that at the end of the day, I am doing what's best for my business Mm -hmm. and not living to appease the 2% of people who are always going to be upset. Yes. 
So that's, that's, right. that's one big thing. And I knew that I needed to kind of like get out of that rat race and get out of that mental mm. headspace of like trying to fear-based anticipation of people being unhappy, you know? Because mm-hmm. yes. um, it's always going to happen, right? Yes. Most of everyone has been fantastic, but there's always, there's always that 2%. Always. And then another thing too is when you have any kind of success, I think it dramatically inflates your imposter syndrome, you know, or it dramatically in, mm. uh, inflates your desire for status quo, right? So for me, you know, like this pandemic has obviously not been great financially for me. And of course, you know, my history, like I'm just kind of like scraped by in a lot of ways. And so for me, like my Mm. mentality, my focus is like, how do I go back? How do I regulate back to what I'm used to? And so my brain was going like, Mm. how can you do all this work and still make no money? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And then me having to go like, hey, like, I need to make money now. You know, I need to raise my rates for people who are interested in working with me because I have this enormous amount of marketing, you know what I mean? And value. And I'm, I can offer, people are begging to take classes. I can offer classes and I can charge for those things. And, and so, you know, but my, my fear mentality, my brain goes like, stay where you're at, stay where you're comfortable and what you know. And what I know is like operating from black, you know, and stuff. Mm. And so it's like, Hey, like it's time to outgrow this. It's time to grow this. And then also too, like being on TikTok, you know, is, is always going to bring up like your physical insecurities or how do I appear or do people like me? And it's like, I've Mm. never noticed these gaps in the bottom of my (laughs) Oh my God, girl. Are you serious? No, but I would say too, like, it's so amazing. Like, like you, these things come to your mind that you never think of. And then just to go exactly like your reaction of like, are you serious? (laughs) You're just trying to find a way to make yourself safe and to not put yourself out there. And you, you're having a fear-based reaction. You know what I mean? Your teeth are fine. You Mm -hmm. are likable. Yes. (laughs) And it is very vulnerable to make yourself the face of your own company. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yes. But I do see my personality as my strength and and I want to lead with that, you know, and, and, you know, not listen to excuses. So definitely have had to battle or be aware of a lot of, you know, fear-based, stay safe, stay small, pull back, Mm. you know, and I did pull back from God, don't we know that Nikki? We know we've been there. Yes. Yes. So, So yeah. And just be, just be aware of it and be like, thank you. I acknowledge that. Um, but really in the same time too, I think it's just like, I've been able to just acknowledge a lot of my strengths in, in this, nice. you know, um, it's really easy so when many. you have success. Thank you. I you're really amazing. appreciate that. Wow. You're so sweet. You're so nice. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to ask. Okay. So we, I mean, we did talk about this, but like, yeah. right as like, we were like getting on zoom, I looked up and I haven't even been TikTok famous for a full month. <laughs> And it'll be my one anniversary in two days. And most of the people I interact with are people like wanting to do voiceover. But you guys have just been watching from a purely like observation standpoint. I have not not talked to your kind yet. (laughs) I have been so busy with the kind who has been desperate to get cast. (laughs) I I would really like to know your experience. Like what, what's, what are the things that, are entertaining to you? Do you like watching the duets? Do you like watching the auditions? Do you like reading the comments? Yeah. Do you like, what do you, what is your, your experience? Yeah, for yeah. Uh, for me, it was the duets. 
and yes. the auditions. Like, yes. I mean, you know, and to see the pure joy of the other person while they're doing it, like, it's so awesome. You know what I mean? And it's Definitely. entertaining. And um, yeah, that that was yeah. that was what drew me in the most. That's what kept me going back to see what's More. happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, do any, definitely. Do you, do you have any top picks? Any favorites of your videos? Um, no, of or like, of your characters. The... Oh God, oh. I can't remember. I think it was it was one of the villains. Yes, there's some yes. good villains. Oh yes, I can't was. believe I you know, totally blanking out. I know out. this. Shit. You know, so I know this is going to. There's going. To, this probably is is not the same. But the thing that I thought was so cute was you did a duet with this guy who made you the microphone. Oh yeah, Wes. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, you know, and that I was like, that is so. But your face, you was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, look at him. Look at him. But I like to interact. I love, I guess, when I look at there's so many TikToks, I spend a lot of time on TikTok. And I like reading the comments and I like reading and seeing the reactions and, and just reading people. I, I just like to, to watch this TikTok thing. It is just amazing to me. And I was honestly, I wanted to talk to you because I, I'm glad we're talking to you because I was a little concerned. It seemed, it was, this is only a month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how i mean what how how even though you have had i'm sure a, you're also like how 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 yeah right? this I'm, is just amazing what you your mental i was i that's why i was because i tiktok has a way of making instant stars and you have already had a long career in the business so you were maybe more equipped but i worry about the younger girls or and guys who oh, are yeah. thrown into this instant fan yes. of, of TikTok and their mental stability and everything yes. you talked about, which I was so glad you did about uh, people reacting to you, people accusing you, people loving you, all of that energy coming at you and, and then your own insecurities or your own feelings about yourself and what you're doing and your right. goals. It, it just seems like a whirlwind. Right. You know? it, especially the first few days was especially terrifying because I was like, mm. I have not built trust with these people. And mm. these people are very emotional, mm -hmm. like in a good way. They're like, I want to audition. You know what right. I mean? You know, and they're like, this is my dream voiceover. Yes. <laughs> like very high intensity emotion. Right. right. Yeah. And they're hanging on my every word. And they want to be seen by me. They want to impress me. I mean, and they, they're just like, so and there's like this very high intensity from a lot of mm. people. And, and it was like, there's mom mentality. Like these people could turn on me at any moment because mm. I have, I've never had a large following, nor have I had an instant following. And right. these people don't know me. And because if they're so, there's such a high intense emotional state because I'm doing these auditions on TikTok and this is their chance for their dreams to come true. And oh my gosh, mm. and stuff. if they feel tricked or betrayed or hurt in any way, this could really shift on me, you know? And so that was like very scary. And, and then, you know, as time went on, like that's why I went on lives like every day and answered mm -hmm. questions for hours. Mm -hmm. And I, and I really came and said like, listen, like here are my priorities right now. You know, my priorities are like to um, ask you for the opportunity to earn your trust, but don't give mm. me your trust. I want to earn it, you know, give right. me some time to figure these things out. 
and you know just like had these conversations with them and just was like very open about like where I'm at as far as like this blowing up and stuff to kind of like build that trust and build that sense of like community but like I I, I mean I, I do I feel a little bit more equipped based on some of my experience you know yeah and, and stuff but like for a 16 year old for you know a child and then coming into the next thing that was crazy is that Okay, so my first video, like, super viral, you know, like, went, you know, like, got up to, like, a million follower, like, views, and then it went, like, down, 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 and then it went, like, way up again, and then it went down, 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 you know, and I think when the Ellie video got pulled, it was, like, reported, like, the mm-hmm. video has, like, cartoon firearms. Yes, mm-hmm. I saw that. Yes, oh, I yes. did, yes. Right, but you don't know if, like, did someone report me? Did someone coming after me? Like, why has, like, I was... Because also, you were like, yo, they're cartoon, you know, guns or whatever. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, and so, like, one video I would post and instantly get, like, several thousands of views and, like, several hundreds of comments. And the next video I would post had no views. You know what I mean? It would just be like, and then it came, like, later... And I would go, and you can see on the analytics, you can go and see how much something has been promoted on the For You page and how much something hasn't been promoted. And I think, too, that's actually has been one of the biggest, like, thing that has messed with my brain is mm. the lottery, the pulling of, like, the, the you know, gambling of the machine that is TikTok and the TikTok algorithm. Mm. And, you know, and just being, like what's going to make it work and why isn't it working or why was I growing right. so fast and then it stopped and then why was it you know what I mean because it's it, it really went like huge massive growth consistent mm-hmm. not as massive growth then kind of a little pause and then another huge massive massive spike that I was like right up close to a hundred thousand and then that Ellie video hit and it just went stopped hard stop hard stop you know wow. and so if you're it's like you a relationship you can't you cannot start to get you you start to get this hit of like oh i'm being successful oh people like yes. me oh blah blah blah, yes. blah because of these views and these likes and stuff and then all of a sudden that's taken away from you and you're like what did i do wrong and da, 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 and and it's just like no it's like the machine like tiktok is designed to make you addicted to it it's designed yes to give you those emotional highs and lows so that's you right. keep coming to the gambling table and that's, that's right. another reason why I wanted to pull away too and just like focus on like the little legitimate most important part of my business and put content away in the can and just be like I'm here to serve this audience that wants to be here and I have to pull away from the emotional highs and lows of the TikTok gambling game that's and right. I truly think that if my priority was like TikTok growth if that was my priority that's like the only thing I was working for if I didn't have you would have went crazy I would have gone crazy yeah yeah there are people who are just trying to grow on TikTok and you I mean I mean they hopefully I mean people who are truly successful on TikTok they 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 probably are very aware of the beast but Mm -hmm. that has to be such a mental you have to have a brain, a mind of steel to not get too yes. excited and too mm-hmm. disappointed because it's just gambling with the algorithm. Right. It really is. It really is. It's such an important conversation. I'm so glad we had it because it, it, I wonder about that all the time. How are you guys handling it? You know? 
it's it's so silly because I would talk about it with my family and stuff, and they'd be like, "Well, you know what I mean? Like it's it is what it is," but it really does mess with your brain so much when you get all this like a like appreciation and and response, and then it's like pulled away, you know? Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. But thank goodness for your foundation. That's where foundation comes in. That's where you know your life experiences come in, and it's made you the awesome badass that you are now because you're able to real. Could, <laughs> deal real. with all that you know and it's a courage for you to just be like you oh know what goodness. I'm gonna take a break yes it felt courageous it truly did because I mean I was in it you know what I mean like 110 percent mm-hmm. but it's for me I have to make my actual business my priority you know Mm. um and and I can't and I I, if I just if I over glorify TikTok now I I love TikTok don't get me wrong I appreciate all that it's done for me and Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that I discovered in quarantine it's been the perfect thing for what I'm doing and I've always wanted to do something like this and have just like let as many people as possible kind of experience the magic of voiceover I love it I just adore what I'm able to do. And I think, you know, like, of course, the Ratatouille musical, I mentioned that before, but there's really no other like casting experience that you can really have. Like, even if it was like standard voiceover that wasn't dubbing, the animation hasn't Mm -hmm. even been made yet. So even if there were other Mm -hmm. types of voiceover auditions, people wouldn't get to see themselves voicing the character I just think it's so special. And besides like reality television, like what else can you actually cast? on mm-hmm. TikTok. If it's right. regular mm-hmm. acting, like mm, you kind of have to be in the room with the other person to right, get a read, right. right? And also yeah. monologues are awkward. So right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, I, I just feel like, wow, how amazing it is that I get to take something I love so much and it transfers to the, the fastest, the biggest growing social media app there is, it translates to it so well. So grateful, you know, don't want to, you know, flap the hand that feeds me or whatever that saying is. But at the same time, like I am truly, truly, truly grateful that I'm not in a position that my success is solely based on TikTok views and TikTok numbers. Because I, I do feel somewhat more equipped. I feel like, I feel somewhat more equipped for this situation than, you know, most people, if they were just kind of yeah. thrown into it based on my experience. Yeah, totally. But, yeah. but it's such a mind game. It's such a yes. mind game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. I think we're going to end on that note. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Brittany, thank you so much for your time, girl. I really appreciate you yes, for absolutely. coming on to the, to the show. Um, and I can't wait to talk to you again. And I can't wait to talk to you, especially when you start getting things going again that's going to be really really exciting um and i hope you come on um to talk about all of that good stuff that's going to be coming about thank you not for everyone but it is for me (laughs) oh thank you oh we should we should keep that one yeah all right (laughs) that's a good line we'll make everyone Uh, say that at the end okay Thank All you right. so much. Thank we appreciate you. So you much. Thank to the you. Audience, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. I love y'all so much. All my best. And um, yeah, deuces. We are out. Bye. <laughs>